1: Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. At MidwayUSA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop midwayusa.com.
2: Hello, ride. Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk about Russian trolls, Russian bot farms, social media, the whole thing, right? How much is it influencing us? How much does it, you know, shape the world? What, what is Russia actually trying to do? What are their goals? You know, all that stuff. You hear a lot of stuff, but you wonder, like, does it really matter? Like, I don't know. Russia, Russia has all these different groups they created and how much does that really influence us you know does it really have an effect kevin basically what is russia even doing like what what's happening well comrade chuck they're doing all oh, sorts like of it.
3: nasty shit
2: uh the nasty the, shit
3: the internet research agency is is like um uh, uh the russian uh propaganda uh wing there You're right now technically so- the Internet Research Agency is a business. It's private. It's not related to Russia in any way. It's in Saint Petersburg, um, but turns out that's really bullshit, and it's kind of easy to see through it. the uh, The guy that owns it is a uh, Yevgeny Prigozhin. Uh, he's the uh, he's the owner of the Internet Research Agency, and him and uh, Putin are are super close buddies. You know, like riding horses without shirts together and shit. Um, super into each other. Now, there's a a woman named uh, Jessica Arrow. She was a Finnish journalist. or She still is a Finnish journalist. They haven't killed her yet. Um, And when they were uh, gearing up to invade Ukraine, you remember that uh, 2014 uh, when they seized their ports and and all that sort of shit? Um, She was doing research into all this weird propaganda shit that was coming out on the internet. And she tracked it back down to this building in Russia, in St. Petersburg, called the Internet Research Agency. And like I said, technically it was a private business. But she was across the street recording the front of the business who was coming and going. And the dumbass security guard came out and yelled at her and told her she couldn't record it because it was a government building. So – you gotta get gotta get your shit straight. You can't have the best of both worlds and and be a government you know, have the protection yeah. of a government agency, but also have be unrelated to the to the government and act like Russia isn't, you know the nation of Russia isn't actually involved in all this bullshit. I mean, it's pretty see-through. Right. It's pretty obvious. Um, you know, I know there's a lot of bullshit about there about that how they're not related, but they are one hundred percent related. and it's all the same motherfuckers, and they're all getting paid by the Russian government. And it's not a private private business, so let's just clear that off the table right up front. Um, all right. Now, Jessica Arrow, um, she was uh, uh, after she she put out a book on all this stuff, and uh, afterwards she started started getting all these death threats. And it turns out it wasn't the people from the the Internet Research Agency that were doing it instead was in hillary's did,
2: campaign
3: no instead what they did was they put all this bullshit on the internet about her all this like made up bullshit and basically accused her of doing what they were actually doing and she's getting death threats from yes. everybody that thinks that believes that she's an asshole, even though uh, she had nothing to do with any of the stuff they're
2: accusing that's her. pretty smart it you is smart. Say. and honestly you might see me
3: um after we do this show putting out on my Facebook and shit about how I'm all, like, uh, pro, you know, I don't fucking
2: know.
3: Pro-Russia? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they how they would, I mean, I'm already an asshole, so I don't know how they'd paint me as more of an asshole, you know, but
2: yeah. I
3: don't post on the internet. So if you see a post from me on the internet, it's probably the Russians. Mm.
2: It's the bots.
3: Uh, it's the bots. Now,
2: so... Like, have I even seen this Russian uh, influence in my social media? Like, is it in my feed? If I go scroll on there and I'm searching through the Prepping Badass page, what am I going to find? Is there Russian influence reaching out and touching me?
3: Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I think. I think that uh, all right. the all the best um, political memes you see out there were created by uh, a Russia, a, a Russian. Whether it's Right wing or de- or or left wing. All, right. all the best. Well, I did memes see
2: are they the had some sample ones on okay. the, the website. You know that that were pretty popular. Mm-hmm. And there was one with a big picture of Satan. Uh-huh. And it had Satan. What is it like a colon with the two dots?
3: Uh-huh.
2: And it said, "If Clinton wins, I win." And then on the bottom, "Help Jesus."
3: <laughs> and that was the Russian one. <laughs> That was a Russian one. That's
2: classic. That's like I like it. <laughs> so, you know, so if you saw that, then maybe Russia touched you a little bit. All mm-hmm. right. Um the thing is, like so it's not necessarily, you know, people are like, oh, well, you know what? Russia's gonna make me subtly think that you know, America's bad or whatever. Or, you know, I, I, people always say, like, they, they stir the pot with the guns and the whatever. But here's the thing the goal of a foreign government, typically, with what we see now, there are certain agendas they might want to push, yeah. <clears throat> that kind of thing. But typically, it's to stir the pot.
3: Uh-huh. They
2: want to create hate and discontent. It's right. not that they care so much. Pro Second Amendment, anti Second Amendment, pro Clinton, pro Trump, whatever. That's not the point. The point is to make you divided. Right. To to piss you off. Stir the pot. To get you all, you know, worked up and and to distrust your government, to hate your government, to realize that the other side is the problem. And it basically feeds that agitation. And that seems to be the goal. That they're trying to do, which I got to say is kind of more brilliant. I mean, I think if, you know, instead of targeting certain issues, basically tearing a country apart from the inside where they just kind of hate each other and don't trust each other or you completely don't trust your government. I mean, Russia knows what it's like to have a population that doesn't trust the government Mm -hmm. and they have to invest a ton of resources into controlling people just to you know keep it under bay and to put America in the same situation eh, it's not necessarily a bad plan to you know to slow us down um you know but that's the thing so if they're coming out and you know stirring all this black lives matter stuff uh, they have some groups that are uh, you know creating racial tension what was what were some of the names Kevin?
3: Uh, Well, yeah, some of the some of these here was uh, uh, Black Matters USA. That was a a Russian-run organization. Um, I feel like
2: I could have got a better name for them than that. Oh, they they got
3: some terrible names here. Uh, So uh, another one is Black Fist. Um, Mm. Do not shoot. Now these are very specific. Was Black
2: Fist a porn site?
3: No, do no, no, It's not one I would ever visit. Um, All right, so so Black Fist is a uh, is a, a group geared towards uh, black-owned fitness companies, gyms, uh, things like that. Oh,
2: okay.
3: Now the fucked up thing is they're not like promoting any sort of ideology. What they were doing with this one was just collecting names, phone numbers, email addresses, and videos of the people involved there. So what they were doing is collecting a list of uh of black people that are involved in fitness that they can uh advertise to a certain way you know what i mean they're they're creating categories of people and and basically promoting bullshit to them independently you know whether it's democrats or liberals it's it's broken down a lot or, or uh, republicans it's broken down a lot more um demographically than that it's really broken down into uh all sorts of smaller groups that they can they can advertise to with their bullshit and their propaganda their their memes their tweets and all that sort of shit they can gear it towards people specifically uh by what they're into or what they're not into and what's going to piss them off so i mean it's kind of a smart way to gather information
2: yeah well that's so i mean let's let's kind of get into like how they do it so Basically, there's trolls, and that's that's this place in Saint Petersburg where you have people who are just um, creating memes and trying to be creative. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they should maybe contact me, maybe reach out a little bit. I'll, I'll give you my information at the end of the podcast because I feel like I could help them out. Yeah, I you could do a lot better some than s- some of their shit, shit
3: is pretty stupid. Than a lot of yeah. the
2: stuff they've they've come up with. But, all right, so that's what the trolls do. All right. Then you have the bots. Now, the bots, what they do is that's just computers and, 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 you know, it's basically software, right? And what the software does is it has all these accounts where it goes in and makes comments and it shares. And basically, you know, each one has their own account, each bot. And so they share it and just basically grow and and perpetuate this. Um, There used to, (laughs) back in the day, back before social media, you know, like before Facebook and and that kind of shit, Rush Limbaugh, they used to go after him and try and take him down. And he always used to talk about it, you know, one angry lady with 50 fax machines. And she would send out the, you know, the 50 faxes all from the same house or whatever, being Uh like, you know, Coke, you should stop the advertising on the, the Rush Limbaugh show. Cause that guy's the devil. And then, but you know, they would all be the same fucking, right. You know, the same, person number, the
3: same thing, sending
2: yeah. a bunch of angry. And that that's basically what Russian bots are.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: it's so you got one guy coming up with some creative. And like I said, I feel like the creative is a little less than desirable. Yeah. But I feel like you could do better. Um, and then it, it goes, But I, I I think that's where it and then the bots, you know, share and they comment, you know, how on Facebook, if you get more comments, doesn't matter if they're good or bad, the more interactions you get, the more it's going to be, you know, shown in front of other people. And obviously shares and things like that. And we, we all know, I mean, you people aren't idiots, you know, how Facebook works, you understand what's happening. Now, I think even though they're not super clever, um, you know, they may not be, they end up creating a theme and they kind of put shit out there for everybody where it kind of changes the discussion. Mm -hmm. And, and that's, that's how it builds. You know, I was watching a, a bunch of videos on, why social media, you know, is negatively impacting people or not negatively impacting, you know, is it good, is it bad, nobody knows. And, you know, you nobody really knows. That's the bottom line. You know, you think of, if you're as old as I am and you think of your childhood, and a lot of people, I mean, are grew up without social media and a cell phone in their hand, right? A lot of you guys out there. Now, you know, if you're under 25, 30, that's not necessarily the case, but you know, the rest of us, bottom line, you used to go out, you'd find your friends, you talk to people, you, you know, you go hang out and there's so much less of that. And I think, you know, our culture and society has changed where parents don't even feel safe sending their kids off to randomly, you know, disappear for six hours. Somehow society has decided that makes you a bad parent but leaving your kids sitting at home, staring at the tablet for six, seven hours, that's totally acceptable. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, but whatever, I'm not trying to say one is good or bad. It's just, you know, why? I mean, I imagine getting out and having your own thoughts. Um, a lot of the things I was seeing was saying that people don't even recognize like facial cues and, and tonality and things like that as much as we used to. Um, you know, that the human interaction, it really, the nuance of it is actually going away um, where people don't, you know, like, you know, you always, you know, everybody, when when people like me and Kevin put our sarcastic shit all over the internet, people, you know, we kind of are like, yeah, somebody could really take that the wrong way. And then we're like, fuck it and do it, do it anyway. Yeah, I, I was watching a show yesterday where the guy's like, well, you know, that fuck it button in my head. He and you know, he was talking about using cocaine or whatever, but you know, it's the same thing. Anytime I speak, I'm like, yeah, hey, I hit the fuck it button, you know, mm-hmm. just, right. Just let it roll and we'll see where it ends up. Um, but that's, that's kind of the thing is you, you lose that nuance and, and the tonality and people, I think take things the way, you know, it relates to them. Like, right. Oh, you know, I hate, I hate black people. So th- he must mean that he hates black people too, or whatever. Obviously, I don't mm-hmm. hate black people. That's not my point. My point is people interpret it in relation to themselves, right? Right. So that that's the you know the way it, it builds, and the same thing. Oh well, you know uh, I, I think that all Democrats are evil. You know, blood sucking uh, Pelosi, whatever. <laughs> you know, then you you know then you can kind of interpret it through that lens. Um, and, and also like I have, I have coworkers who take everything from like a racial lens. Right. And anything you say, well, what does he really mean about race when he says that?
3: Mm -hmm. Right.
2: So it gets even, even worse though. So like I said, people see it through a certain lens and that, you know, that's an issue. But then, you know, people say, Well, you know, kids used to sit in front of the T V all day and they'd watch TV shows and you'd be influenced and you know, product placement. And I know product placement's probably even more so, you know, better more strategically planned and you notice it maybe even less, you know, when they put it in in shows and stuff. But I mean, I don't mean less like it happens less, I mean less obvious. Like, you know, it's more you know, more than they probably crafted it a little bit more to where they influence us, but I think what's different now than it was 20 years ago is that we uh, now it's it's kind of interactive, right? So when you click something, or you comment on something, or you love something, or you share something, all right, Facebook uses the algorithms where. They try and say, all right, you know what? He likes this and they, they craft it for shit that you react to right now. One, one, and that's a big difference with what was, you know, going on before, before you're randomly seeing, Hey, this new products out there now it's, Hey, you know, you hate cops or you, whatever. So I'm going to show you tons of things that people who hate cops enjoy. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, look, there it is again. And it escalates and it shapes a world around you where you're only seeing through a filter that's, you know, painted in that negative light. And, you know, hey, everybody who hates cops enjoys this. Or maybe you like cops. And then, you know, you're only seeing good, happy cop stories. And that's, you know, but the thing is the world is just full of great people and bad people. And there's good stories and bad stories and whatever. It's the same thing with the NRA, right? You know, oh, all guns are used for uh, bad things. And look, every gun that's out there, you know, somehow falls into the wrong hands. I always watch these shows. And they will be like the girlfriend who's like, don't buy a gun. They're so <laughs> evil. If you buy a gun, it's going to be bad. And then the guy like locks the gun in his trunk to go into work or whatever. Somebody breaks in and steals the gun out of his trunk and then goes, uses it to kill the like, kid on the tricycle outside. Mm. And you're like, oh, guns are is. evil.
3: She was right the whole guns time.
2: Evil. Right. She was right the whole time. So that's the thing. They're painting a picture. And but you can just keep perpetuating what people want to see, right? And, and that's, I think, where it all falls apart. And that's why, you know, I think people get that social media is so evil. And when the, with the research that they've done, it seems you can get more of an emotional reaction by painting something negative than you can out of something positive. Right. Um, it kind of burns into, um, like positive, you can get, I, I think that the, the, the studies that I was looking at were showing that positive is better long term, but for immediate reaction, like you can build up more of a belief in whatever with something positive long term, but you can get, you know, quick reaction clicks and, and comments and things like that. You can really kind of spread that hate if you, uh, you know, go with the negative. It's going to end up, you know, going a lot more. It's a lot easier to get people on board with not liking Nancy Pelosi than it is to, you know, get people to be positive about bunnies. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just saying she's yeah. easy to hate, right? And well, that's... I mean,
3: she might be a she might be a vampire. I feel like uh... there's that. I feel like she she's been she's been like a hundred years old for like the past hundred years. She doesn't get any older. She's old, but she doesn't get any older. She just keeps going,
2: right? You know, I hear right. that she know well,
3: I did hear on the internet yeah. that she bathes in the blood of virgins, but I'm not. You know, mm. I don't have any evidence of that. It's just I, something I heard on the internet from from some some sort of bot.
2: Yeah, that's it. it was your friend Vlad that shared it with mm-hmm. you? Right. Vlad posted it. Yeah. Yeah, I know about that one. But that's that's the thing, I mean, and I feel like our news has even gone that way. Like Hollywood, CNN, the White House, all the different things that that are out there putting out, you know, information. It seems like they want to so- show us that sensationalism whatever the dramatic emotion and want to, you know, catch the Hey, this will sell, kind of thing, um, and I think honestly, I hate to say it, I think that was CNN's downfall. Um, I mean, I know you're like, well, CNN still exists, and and yes, they do. Yeah, but it used to be that you couldn't go anywhere without CNN being on, and it was right. it was like a staple, right? And people, I think they just get tired of the negative stories over and over. Like it, it's good, like it's a story. It'll get you to turn on when it's dramatic and emotional. Right. But then when that's all you got is the traumatic, emotional reactionary shit, people start to see through it over time. Right. And they don't feel like their day is better when they're watching it. You know, like, Oh, I got something out of that, you know, and I feel like I'm informed and whatever. I mean, we like excitement and we talk about some dramatic things and, you know, somebody doing something stupid on this podcast. You know, we're in the entertainment business to some extent. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I think even the the crap that we post on on social media, you know, you guys would be amazed. But like, so we have the the prepping badass page on on Facebook, and and I think uh, the heading says like survival prepping, and I'll get comments from people. You know, you just have a bunch of memes about politics and whatever and you don't have real content on on uh you know survival and prepping and i got to tell you when i post stuff like a video of of some guy building a shelter or you know doing something super creative or hey here's a great way to filter water mm-hmm. hey here's a great way to you know build a better fire look at this new thing that really works and whatever and and i'm not talking about trying to sell you a product i'm talking about free information where i'm like hey this guy's really got his shit together and can show you or improve your, you know, shooting or whatever, you know, thirty percent by doing something really simple trick where you don't have to buy anything. You just have to, you know, do this thing. Like, I, dude, there was a, a great video. I know I'm all over the place here, but there was a great video where the guy's like, "Look, here's how your eyes work, and you follow like dots. So when you're aiming with a gun." people kind of see the target moving as your body's kind of jittering as you're you're, uh, sitting there breathing and whatever. And they're like, people kind of like try and catch it at the half second while it's lined up. Mm -hmm. Like they're like, oh, I'm watching the dot and it's in front of the target now, pull the trigger, right? Mm -hmm. People will get like that. And that's like kind of a trick of your eye. And there was a video like explaining that and like stand in front of the mirror and and watch. and, And it broke down how your eye... Like it's actually not there when you're pulling the trigger, you know, right. like, and people end up jerking because of it and different things like that. And it really went into detail explaining that and how to correct that issue to me, super useful. And I'm like, Oh, this is the greatest thing. Let me share that on the, thing. how many people uh, get were like, into that one? Like two watches, two watches and maybe one like. And uh-huh. you're like, Oh, but if I post some stupid ass shit about, you know, Hey, you know, Pelosi looks stupid here. look at her, you know, whatever. look, you can see freaking uh, I don't know, you know, you can see her vampire teeth in this right. angle. then I'm gonna get two thousand likes and all these comments and like forty shares. uh, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, well, yeah. that's how I grow my audience. yeah,
3: and that's how the and, Russians but it's do
2: one it. of those self yeah. right, and that's one of those self fulfilling kind of things, right. Um, you know, hey, I'm pretty sure Pelosi's a vampire. Look at her freaking sucking the necks of children or whatever. Uh-huh. And you'd be like, oh, yep. Or, you know, if I post a meme of freaking uh, Biden sniffing some little girl's hair, they'll be like, oh, yeah, yep. yep. But if I, you know, I post something, you know, really relevant to survival and prepping, people are like, yeah, you know, whatever, maybe not my thing. And I'm not saying, I mean, it's human nature, right? I'm not trying to bash you guys for you know oh you're not all survival all the time. I don't know if you should be no that's not my point at all. My point is we can get manipulated and and pushed in different directions and it does affect how we think and and what we do so just be aware of what you're doing and and what you choose and and why you're choosing um I guess the real thing that it comes down to is we all need to kind of you know, understand like I, I think people need to decide what your values are. Um kind of come up with your core beliefs and like, you know, know your principles. And that way you can kind of see if you're being influenced and kind of reevaluate yourself. Even if you write down some of your thoughts, you know, and, and have like a, a journal of kind of your beliefs, you can kind of see how much you've changed. You know, you think about how much people have changed with their stance on, you know, your tolerance of, of cross dressers or, you know, homosexuality, or, you know, you're thinking like gay marriage, right? Remember it was not that long ago when Obama and, uh, and Hillary, you know, at the beginning of Obama's uh, campaign, he was anti-gay marriage Mm -hmm. and, you know, and the whole world was on board with that. And I don't mean everybody was anti-gay marriage. That's not my point. I'm saying the majority in the culture had accepted that as a thing. Um, you know, I know the media now is working, doing their damnedest to uh, to paint the picture as, you know, there's six different genders or 20 or 30 different genders, that kind of shit. Um, but, like, it still seems when they actually poll people in private – that people believe there's only two genders, but they're trying to reshape that and and we're turning into something different. And I'm not saying what's good and bad. I mean, you know, Oh, well, people used to really divide each other by race and, and now we don't as much and that's better. Well, guess what? That is better. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, we try and tear each other apart a lot now too. So who knows? But the point is, I mean, there are good changes that come out of stuff, and I'm not saying, you know, what we need to do. And we don't need to hate people because they're different than us. I'm saying you need to be aware of what you believe and why you believe it. Um, you need to make your choices. Uh, now, if somebody makes a compelling argument and it's not just a bullshit meme, mm-hmm. then I would say, you know, then, you know, take it into account and maybe you reevaluate yourself. You know, maybe you say, hey, I've been kind of, you know, narrow minded and and stupid about this shit, but when everything's very reactionary where, you know, Oh, you voted for Trump. I absolutely have to hate you. You're no longer my mother and I don't care about you anymore. And the same thing, well, you voted for a Democrat and you know, you're so stupid. I can't even believe, but Hey, we can all agree. Mitch McConnell sucks and Nancy Pelosi sucks. Yep.
3: Yep. Nobody's going to argue that. I don't
2: think, you know, I don't think we have to, uh, you know, but that—that's the point. We don't need to, you know, just hate each other. Um, you know, to be honest, I can see arguments for why somebody would get vaccinated, and I can see strong arguments with why somebody would not get vaccinated. And both, I think, can be very legitimate. And I understand. And also, you got to keep in mind, you know, maybe somebody hasn't done the amount of research that you've done. But even with a reasonable level of research, I can see how you can make an argument either way. And that's the point. You don't need to just hate somebody and, you know, Hey, you're ridiculous. And I can't even talk to you. You have no comprehension or whatever, but I do find when people just have the talking points, I do kind of lose interest and don't want to talk to them at all. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to move on, dude. Yeah. Cause you've given this idea, no thought. And, you know, and whatever. And the thing is, it's fine that you don't worry about vaccines. I'm just going to live my life and do my thing. That's fine with me. My point is don't make the argument and decide you're going to hate me without doing any research, you know, right. Do do your research, figure out where you stand and what you believe and stick to it, you know, own it, be a man. So anyway, if you'd enjoyed this discussion, you appreciate our listening to us. Um, we did get some new sponsors on Patreon again, and, uh, maybe you guys could support us at patreon.com. Um, you could, uh, you know, have concerns, comments, you can email us at preppingbadass at gmail.com. Uh, a lot of great things out there that, uh, you know, you can do to get in touch with us, Facebook, whatever, social media. I know you guys like to get on there. We'd, uh, you see what I did there, right? But anyway, all right. So with that, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week.
3: The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Mm
1: cooper and you're listening to hunt stands make your mark podcast on the waypoint podcast network stick around as i bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life in wild country rules were not created by man don't miss wild country wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m eastern presented by primos speak the language waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment